0: Hey guys, it's Melissa here from melissaoatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today we have a very special guest with us. We have Miss Casey Rossi, and she is the creator of the podcast Women Developing Brilliance, The Spirit of Business. I love the title, by the way. And she also has created the Soul Print Method, where she helps people in developing their own business and in coaching them. So I'm very,
1: very excited to have you here with us today, Casey. I'm really excited to be here with you, Melissa. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Oh, thank you for being here. So I am extremely intrigued by both your podcast and also by the Soul Print Method, which sounds it sounds like this magical, amazing thing. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to develop
1: this podcast and develop this um, method for helping people in business? Awesome. That sounds great. So first off, I definitely want to say that I think we have a lot in common and cruising around your social things and your pod i definitely am a spiritual seeker as well and so i think that that's really cool and one of the things that i saw on uh your website was that you don't feel that the universe brings people together by happenstance and i'm a big believer of that as well so i think that we come together for a reason and i really do business through that lens as well. And I've always been a very curious mind and someone that never would follow just what the normal guidelines were, not to go against the grain just because it never felt in alignment. And so I was always very curious of like, how can I craft my life so it feels right to me and that makes sense to me. And so that always ended up usually looking very unconventional. And so that was really from such a very young age and I loved business. I loved helping people. I loved being able to connect and see how your contribution could really make a difference in lives. And so I really started business ventures when I was a teenager. I was known as the town nanny for um, almost a decade and I started my first corporation at 19. I connected with with another uh, spiritually-minded individual, and we just clicked, and she was super entrepreneurial and an artist, and we ended up creating nine different business adventures together. Wow. And um, yeah, and I mean, we're still besties. We've been best friends for 30 years, and also, you know, she has that adventurous soul, so We do different things like scuba diving and, you know, just lots of fun, world travel and all that good stuff. So um, we had a lot of good times doing that. And our 10th business operation actually hit the sweet spot for us. And we really became kind of an international phenomenon in the gourmet foods world and we were doing handmade chocolates and upscale gift and gourmet. So it was really fun. We were really living out our passion through the world of chocolate, uh, which was awesome. We were going to Tahiti to source vanilla. Like we were really, you know, we oh, craft, crafted. Yeah, it was really cool. We really crafted um, awesome. crafted something that was, was super fun. And we did that for 17 years and ended up selling in 2011. And from that point, I really just continued my love for holistic modalities and aromatherapy and the plant world and really just started, you know, getting very curious and getting certified in different things, mind, body coaching. And I really saw a need at that point from, you know, all of these programs were many women passionate and wanting to pivot and do something that was really more in alignment with what they loved not what they should be doing or their nine to five cubicle. uh, They would get their certification and they would graduate and they'd be like, oh my gosh, I love my new career, but how the heck do I show up in business? How do I market my goods? And so I was like, wow, I can really take my two decades of experience with business and overlay it to this market and make a difference. And so that's really what started um, my coaching, you know, part of my entrepreneurial journey back in 2016. And it's really just morphed from there. And my current iteration is really helping emerging female leaders just step into who they are and really commit to their enthusiasm as they play big. So I've had experience with burnout in my career. And so I'm really passionate about making sure we're carving space for ourselves as a part of the mix, not an afterthought, but really like right in the forefront of what we do and who we are. And that's how we're going to show up as our best self anyway. So that's everything in a very brief nutshell, but yeah, it's, it's been a wild ride and, and I love what I do. And so, yeah, yeah, it's, it's awesome. I was getting goosebumps as you were describing,
0: you know, what you do to help women and leaders step into their power. So that's awesome. I just, that's always a good good. sign. Goosebumps are a good sign. Yes. Alignment, right? That's what it is. It's alignment with what you do. So that's amazing. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about your podcast. So what, what do you talk about on your podcast and and how is that helping?
1: Absolutely. So the podcast really came about um, about two and a half years ago because as I was teaching women to increase their online visibility, I knew that I had to do it as well. And so it really pushed me out of my comfort zone because again, as I alluded to my business partner kind of being like more of the feisty, fiery, outgoing one, I was really able to be more behind the scenes and Really, what I discovered is I was hiding behind this label of being an introvert. And that really was this big growth opportunity when it was just me, myself, and I, and I wasn't a part of this dynamic duo. And so that was a really, I would say, a pivotal moment when I was like, I need to create something that can help people and that I become the leader and not the cheerleader. And that was a big process because. In the beginning, I only did um, interview podcasts, and so it was so easy to lift other women and highlight how wonderful they were, and talk about their new books, and and I love it. I meet really fantastic people, and so uh, that was really awesome. And then, of course, you know, I believe coaches need coaches, and so my coach was like, "And where are your solo podcasts?" And so that was just like another opportunity to grow into my own self and be like, yeah, absolutely. Like this is a platform to also share my own message. So now I do a combination of solo casts and interviews, and we really focus on mindset, marketing, and manifesting so we can really be the leaders that we're meant to be. And I'm able to still connect with these women and these leaders and these experts in their fields and... It, they're all unedited podcasts because it's just real and it's authentic. And it's like, let's talk about the good, the bad and the ugly, and even like the shadow sides of ourself. So people feel safe to be who they are and that they can break through the highlighted Instagram reel and just like let down any mask or any guard and any shoulds. And so that's one of the things that I love is it's such an intimate medium to share our message with people. Like we literally are in their heads with earbuds and they can take us wherever they want to go. So I just think it's a fantastic way to connect with people and just be exactly who we are and help point out, you know, areas that maybe they would potentially have a pitfall in, but because we can say, Hey, here's where I messed up. So you don't have to, like, it's just a really cool opportunity to connect and share with people. I
0: love that. And I love that you're doing that too. And I think that that is absolutely helpful to people. Um, I wrote a book in January, and that was part of the reason that I wrote the book too, was it's about surviving divorce. And I said, the reason that I wrote the book was so that people could avoid some of the mistakes that I made in not only getting through a divorce, but also in being a single parent, like, oh, I made so many mistakes. I'm like, guys, listen, look at all the mistakes I made. Um, and I think that people really connect when you're being very raw and vulnerable and saying, Oh yeah, I'm I'm not perfect. This is what I did wrong too. So that is that's awesome. A very uncomfortable place to be sometimes and very vulnerable. So I applaud you for doing that because I when you said I was forced to come, you know, step outside my comfort zone and I'm thinking, mm-hmm the best places you grow from are outside of your comfort zone. And when you get pushed, and I feel like the universe does that a lot, you know, we wouldn't step out if the universe wasn't like, here you go, you're ready and and pushes us. So I totally identify with you saying that I absolutely do. And I think that's awesome that you took the bait and started doing your own individual pot because it's not easy. It's not easy to do that.
1: Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think, you know, to your point of, of sharing and being vulnerable um, it it is a really beautiful thing. And I think we can all learn from one another and it's, yeah, it's, it's a great opportunity on both sides. Yes. We're being pushed out of our comfort zones. And then we also get to help inspire others and, and then it, it inspires them to do the same. And I think that that ripple effect is the most exciting, you know, because we keep getting like inspired by other people ahead of us and other leaders. And it's like, if she can do it, I can do it, you know, and that, that is a very empowering, positive ripple that I, I really, I see that growing more and more as the future opens up. And as the divine feminine rising continues to grow, I really see that ripple effect taking hold even stronger.
0: Absolutely. I love that we're, and we talked about this on a podcast last week that we're moving more towards being a collective and helping one another rise up rather than this, it's all about me and I have to claw my way to the top and step on everyone on the way there. Instead, it's like, I'm seeing so many people like, let's work together, let's cross promote, let's, I'll show you some things and you show me some things because we're better if we're both better together. So I love that.
1: Yeah, totally. I'm seeing that as well. And it's exciting. And I have seen that even just this week, multiple times where people are talking about collaborations and I was just reaching out, I'm doing some work with a, um, an author coach and we're doing some back and forth stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, if we were combined, we'd be this powerhouse. Right. And it's like, and then, and we just thought like, yeah, let's do a collaboration because that's how we can be together. That's how we can join forces and, and really deliver something power packed for both of our audiences. So it's exciting to see that. And I think it's fun for the audience. You know, it's always cool to listen to two sides and everyone has a different paradigm. We're seeing life through a different lens. We have a different bag of experiences, some good, some bad, some heavy. And so, yeah, I think it's really cool to be able to get multiple perspectives because who knows who's going to be touched by certain words spoken by a specific person.
0: Absolutely. I think that is what people connect to the most is when they see a little bit of themselves in the person that they are listening to. And I think that that is what draws the people in. And I could, I definitely can see with your, like you have this beautiful energy and I'm just talking to you and you're so like enthusiastic. I could see why people would be drawn to your podcast and to want to work with you because I feel like you're you seem like you would be like the best cheerleader. Like you can do it. You know,
1: <laughs> I was a cheerleader in grammar school for boys basketball, believe it or not. So it's like, I think that's a part of my DNA. Like, yeah, it comes super naturally. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's awesome because we all need to have people who feel like they're in our corner sometimes. And, um, I know that you've probably seen that having been in business and I mean, first of all, chocolate. Oh my gosh, you had me at chocolate, but being able to go to Tahiti to get vanilla. I mean, it sounds like you had a very exciting business and it would be um, great to be able to connect with someone who had so much experience, but also, you know, some coaches out there are very like in your face and will point out all your shadow sides first, you know, and, and for me, like when I work with people like that, then I start crying and I like shut down. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't want to work with somebody like that. So to have somebody who's always very positive and, and bringing about the light and everything, which is what it feels like you do is awesome. That's so mm-hmm. cool. So tell me more about this soul print method.
1: Thank you. So the soul print method is really cool. It has really been birthed out of these years of experiences of seeing similar patterns arise in clients and in the beginning you know i really approached business building from a very logical and linear way and making sure i had the spreadsheets and making sure i had the framework and really provided clients with this step-by-step blueprint and i think that there's some value in that but what i have found is it's the deeper stuff the inner work the under the hood stuff that really propels you further, faster. It's more sustainable. It definitely like When you're in alignment, that's when you can actually approach this with joy. And it's also kind of a burnout prevention. So it's kind of a built-in mechanism to make sure that we're still like on point, doing what we're doing, not overdoing and over delivering. So the SoulPrint method really has to do with dissolving limiting beliefs. And I do that through neuro-linguistic programming, otherwise known as NLP. So it's an opportunity to really see how the client is perceiving their life through the thoughts and the pictures and the words that they say to themselves and how we can utilize these like science backed tools to go to the root. We're not just glossing over. And so I think that's why it's a very powerful part of the building um, business process, the business building process. And so that's one part of it. Um, The other part is emotional freedom technique, which is also known as tapping. And that's really just kind of getting into our meridian systems and making sure we're able to release some of those things that are not as positive or that are keeping us held back or that are blockages. I love that piece because I feel it literally takes the healing modality and puts it in your hands. And so you don't need a guru and you don't need to run away to the Himalaya mountains. All that's beautiful and wonderful. I've been a meditator for three decades, so I'm not degrading that by any means. But I love the fact that it's an empowering tool that once you know the system, at any time you can use it during your day and feel better, like have those results. So I really am a a fan of that. Um, Law of attraction is also a part of the work because we have to really Keep our energy in alignment if we want to draw the things that we desire closer to us. And I feel that many times this stuff can feel woo to people. And so it's like, well, that sounds nice, but I'm going to go and like build my lead magnet and figure out how to make copywriting that converts and all those things, which you need the nuts and bolts. But this stuff is what I see move the needle and make people feel really awesome. So we do some core alignment work and make sure that we're getting to soul values, right? And not just the canned mission statement, but the deeper stuff and um, and then build from there. So that's just kind of like the, that to me is the magic sauce, right? So we're always bringing our best, most authentic self to the table. And then of course we can do all the other stuff like web optimization and, you know, list building, lead gen, all that good stuff. But the, um, the, the personal development piece, I think, makes you a stronger leader and a happier person. And people are attracted to your vibe, you know, like we're not, yeah, we're not in a shortage for information. We can learn anything at any time, pretty much for free. So why are people coming to you, right? They're coming for your energy, your upliftment, your vibe. And then of course, yes, your experience, but you know, our vibe attracts our tribe. And so when you keep everything in alignment and clear and really prioritize the mindset piece of things, you are going to have a very, very different transformational experience and your business is going to be successful. I
0: freaking love that you have both of those components because I see and you know, I interview a lot of people and I've worked with a lot of people who do one or the other but they don't really have a great combination of both. So you'll have somebody who coaches people and all they do is like, we gotta, like you said, we gotta get your copy down. We have to, what are the pain points? And they do all of that marketing side. And then you have other people who are like, if you get an alignment, your tribe will come which I do totally believe is true. But then they don't know anything about the business aspect. So it's like, you do have to kind of have that piece too. So the fact that you've combined both of those and my, audience. They know all about tapping because I talk about it all the time. They know of attraction and in your vibe and being in alignment. We always talk about all of those things on this podcast all the time. And I am so in agreement with you that I would say that when you're out of alignment, it's like trying to climb a mountain. It's a struggle. You're on the struggle bus every day and life feels like a chore. When you're in alignment, it's not like you're never going to have any problems, but when you're in alignment, it just seems to be such a smoother, everything just flows. And I have seen personally in my own life, how, when you're in alignment, the universe can just bring you your tribe. Like your clients do show up and you're thinking, how did you hear about me? And then I've had people say, I was listening to another podcast and all of a sudden yours just came on and I didn't push any buttons. I didn't do anything. It just popped up.
1: That's awesome. I love that.
0: <laughs> so I know that being in alignment is super important. That is really, really cool that you've you've added that whole component
1: to the business side. To me, that is like the total package right there. It's super fun. And thank you. And it, it's been um, a process to get there because, you know, in full transparency, I think that as we're growing and I think when we have complete like there's a lot of years, you know, like 30 years of this, it's taken a while to get to that piece of alignment and the iterations I have been in that messy middle, you know? So if you have any listeners that are like, man, how do I figure out what my purpose is or what my sweet spot is? Like just keep going because it's your perseverance and your like relentless commitment to your own self and your self-discovery that will get you to that um, opening of light and awareness and alignment. So I just want to say that because you know it's not an overnight thing, and it and it is sometimes a struggle, and it is sometimes painful. I mean, many times that messy middle, it's painful. You're just like, come on already. Let's just get there. Let's just get there. And I think breathing through it and having faith and just keeping your focus on manifesting what you do want and and really believing that you are worth it. Because really what I see at the root of what holds people back is a worthiness issue. And so I think when you can have that self-trust and that, that worthiness and that commitment to your own confidence and enthusiasm, it will get you to your alignment. You just have to believe and then keep showing up for yourself.
0: Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. I think that a lot of people feel that stuck feeling. Um, because they're in the middle of the process. And I have people all the time who say to me, well, I'm going through a spiritual awakening and I went through the dark night of the soul and I felt like it was over and I got over it. And now I'm here I am again. And I always say, it's like layers of an onion. Mm-hmm. You get through one layer and then another one shows up. But if you keep doing the work, I mean, eventually, even with an onion, you get down to nothing, right? Like everything mm-hmm. eventually it becomes smaller and smaller and smaller until it's nothing. And that's kind of what we do with our shadows and with everything we're working through, those limiting beliefs, we keep working on them and working on them. And they it does seem like it goes away for a while because it's very deep and then it comes back up because something triggers you. That's just so that you can keep working and getting rid of it completely. And it, it is a process. So I would encourage anyone going through that don't give up. Don't think, oh my gosh, it's never going to go away. It does. It gets better. It gets easier.
1: It's just a process that you have to go through. Absolutely. And I think for the deeper rooted issues and challenges, it may feel like we're making no progress and it may feel like roundhog day. Like, wait a minute, it's here again. How is this possible? But I think if you were to really step back and take an overview of it, you would see that that you are making incremental change that you may not notice because you're so intimately connected to it, but that you are moving ahead. Because I am a firm believer we never go backwards, that like really the universe is working for us. And everything that we do is to make a progression, is to get to that self-discovery. And that is, that kind of, Mindset really, I think, can propel you forward. And then you just know, okay, I'm dissolving it little by little, day by day, and I'm just going to keep showing up. And there will be that time where there's that awakening or that enlightenment.
0: I guess you think
1: sometimes things are just tests.
0: Yes. Uh, did I learn the lesson? Am I going to go back to my old ways of allowing fear to take over? Or do I trust? And I'll be the first person to admit that I get tested, you know, for certain things. And sometimes I fail the test because I go back to my old ways of thinking. Um, And usually always in the middle of it, I will like snap back to reality and go, oh my gosh, wait, no, I can't think that way anymore. And where I see progression is that even though I always eventually wake up and realize, oh wait, this is the test, wait, I was triggered. It gets sooner and sooner and sooner that I'm realizing it. So when a trigger happens, you know, where it might've taken me three minutes into my rant to realize that oh this is a test stop doing that that now the first 30 seconds of getting into it i'm like oh wait 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 nope don't you're not getting triggered this is just a test no big deal everything's working out and then going to those affirmations that i do like i'm in alignment everything's working out and and those things so i think you know you you need to look for and strive for progress not perfection
1: totally Absolutely. Yeah. I really liked how you frame that and you're, you're a hundred percent right. And then for the lucky ones that have like besties in their life that are like straight shooting, honest, like Truth bombs where they're like, oh, you're falling down the rabbit hole again. Like you're repeating this, or like you're going back to the past and finding evidence of why it didn't work. And you're like, oh my gosh, you're right. You know, like we're really lucky, I think, to have those people in our life where they can kind of point out, like, hey. <laughs> so I'm super grateful for people like that. And I'm sure you have people like that too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because it's very easy to immediately associate something that's happening now with your past and go oh it's happening again but what we don't realize is even though something that seems like it's something from our past coming up what's different is how we react to it because in the past totally. we would have reacted one way that would have made it worse we would have tried to control it we would have had done so many things that would have messed it up and instead what we're choosing to do differently is to either not give it attention sometimes that's what you need to do is not give something attention because it doesn't deserve your energy or time or we need to reframe our thought about it like oh before i was looking at that with fear now i need to look at that with love and realize that oh this isn't about me feeling this way or that way this is about this is how the situation is i need to look at it more logically and less emotionally so i think Absolutely. that in everything there's always like a test you know for oh are we going to fall for that again or not
1: Exactly. Exactly. The ego likes to hook us back in. And, and I think, yeah, sometimes it takes multiple rounds before we surrender. I think it really comes Absolutely. down to that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. When I work with coaching clients, it's never like one session and I'm
0: better. You know, yeah. great if everything would be like that. But I mean, you think about it, even if you go to counseling, you don't go to one session and you're like, great, I'm cured. I'm great now. You know, that's never how it is. It's a process that is the un unlayering really it is everything is so layered and even like my personal belief is that even in our past lives we have lessons that we're bringing with us to this life that we like still didn't even learn in that lifetime and wouldn't you want to learn it now and just get it over with and tackle it I mean really I think that that's a lot of what you're doing when you're helping people getting rid of their limiting beliefs because we're the ones who keep ourselves stuck
1: We absolutely are. And I was listening to one of your episodes and I love the fact that you talked about we need to feel it to heal it. And it just brings that to mind. And it's like, if we keep running away and avoiding these uncomfortable feelings, those knocks on the door again, whether like you said, it's from this lifetime or a past lifetime, they're gonna still be there. Like what we resist will persist. Like we've seen this in our life play out. And so I think that aspect where you talked about, like feel it, you know, and then you can heal it and know that you, when you shine the light on it, it's not to shame you or make you wrong or to highlight that you're broken at all. It's actually the opposite to heal any wounds and allow you to make a full 360. So you're complete.
0: Absolutely. I
1: love that. I love what you, the way you phrase
0: that too, that what you resist persists. That's so true. And um, I actually, so I was helping out a student who was in a mediumship course the other day and he was doing a practice reading on me. And I was having, you know, like a few issues with what was going on in my life. And he said to me, he said, you need to just cry. He goes, it's okay to cry. And um, as my, like, as I was growing up in my childhood I always heard, my mom always said and I know she didn't mean anything terrible by it but she would just say, if you don't stop crying I'm going to give you something to cry about you know parents would say things like that or or stop crying because they wanted you to stop making a scene in public but my inner child my subconscious took that as don't cry like you shouldn't cry and I never really realized how much I I mean I know that I cry when I'm in private like I'm in the bathtub or something and all of a sudden all the emotions flood but I always try to be like the strong person in public and not really express that and he just said he was like you gotta cry you need to cry it's okay to cry and you don't have to like go in the dark and do it like just you can cry here like just cry and I thought oh my gosh I I don't even believe how much I needed to hear that
1: wow that's beautiful yeah. Yeah. And- I got total chills now. Like you gave me the chills, <laughs> and I can completely relate to that. I was really brought up in a household that you keep everything private and that. Uh, it is a sign of weakness to cry. And so you always have to be strong and always have to put on a happy face. So I can very much relate to that. And I think for me, that really led to emotional eating because that was a way that I could self-soothe. And that was like safe and legal where the crying was more like weak. And so I do think that those very young childhood wounds, they take a long time to Address and we have to be really fragile with ourselves and, and compassionate with ourselves because as you said before it's a layered process so I can really relate to that piece and I think that especially the emotional piece because when you're doing that deep work and the feeling state is so very important not only to get our energy in alignment and to manifest you know like a mofo but you have to like like if you're disembodied from your feelings there is like a kink in the chain there. And that is something where it's like, there's a lot of people that when they have these issues, like it's, it's even hard to understand what that emotion of joy is. They just seem like words like bliss and joy. And it's just like, okay, that's for somebody else. And so you really have to meet them exactly where they are and just kind of move up those emotional scales and so if they're in depression it's like how can they feel just a little bit better you know and and how do they even understand that emotional intelligence of the difference of differences of emotions if they've been disembodied from them. So sometimes you've got to take it and dial it all the way back. And I know that even from personal experience where it was just like super neutral, you know, because you're just keep powering through and I'm a Taurus anyway. So it's like, I'm a bull and I can just power through. <laughs> really? Oh, how funny. Yes. That's awesome.
0: Yes. I'm really glad you
1: brought that up. I think that's an important conversation topic. I, I really love that you brought that up. Uh, And
0: well, and I just think that so many of us are like that. And I talk about that in my book of where I, I sort of disassociated when I was married, because I was getting abuse, like things hurled at me hurtful words all the time. So if I just didn't feel anything, then I didn't feel the hurtful stuff but the problem was just like what you said, I didn't feel the joy either. I couldn't feel the joy of being around my babies who were like a year old, which should have been like the happiest time of my life. I wasn't feeling that because if I felt that, that meant I had to also feel the hurtful things that were being hurled at me too. And I you know, realized one day, like I can't live like this. This isn't fair to my kids. It's not fair to me. Like I deserve to actually be able to feel something. And I wasn't, not feeling because I was self-medicating or anything like that. Like my brain just completely shut off emotion. Mm-hmm. I, it looked like you were a zombie. You were there, but you weren't there. Like you were just, you're spaced out somewhere. And it was just because I didn't want to have to deal with what was happening to me. And I think a lot of people do that. They, it was like that episode. They just keep themselves busy
1: and then they don't yes. about
0: it. But the thing yes. that's important it sounds like this is what you work with people on, is looking at the feelings, but not judging them. Not Mm -hmm. saying, oh my gosh, I need to feel shame that I did this or that I felt that. We don't need to be shaming ourselves at all. I mean, everyone feels embarrassed sometimes about things they've done in the past or wish they could change certain things, but we need to let go of that. That's the part that we need to get rid of, is the shame. Because everyone, Everyone has something in their life that they regret or wish they could do differently, but we have to realize that we can only do something and come to that place at the level where we're at. So sometimes we don't have the tools at the time, or we didn't have the tools to do the thing that was the right thing to do. And I always say that with clients, like you can't blame yourself for doing something the wrong way when you didn't have the tools that told you how to do it the right way. And we need to let go of that. Or even if you thought you should have known how to do something the right way, we've got to let go of the shame and the guilt. And A hundred
1: percent. And that's really the power of coaching because it's about learning from our lessons and extracting those learning lessons versus playing into the story and having it on repeat and digging the grooves deeper and deeper to the point where you become the victim of your own story coaching to me. That's why it's so exciting. It's like this empowering thing. It's like, yeah, let's learn from all the things that happened to us, extract all the good stuff, leave the rest to be dissolved and taken by mother earth and move on, right? Just move on and keep progressing.
0: I love that. And I love that you said that because I do that a lot with my clients too, where we take that negative energy, the stuff that's not useful to us anymore or the pain and we transmute it so that it can actually be turned into something that's useful and helpful because we need to keep the lessons, but leave the pain behind because the, the shaming, the guilt, the fear that none of that is helpful to us.
1: It's not not going to serve you. And I love the fact that you just said that, like, how do you transmute it? And, you know, to really know that we are master alchemists of our own life and that you can take all of the traumas in your life and turn them into treasures because they can fuel you. That can be your positive resistance that actually fuels you to be the leader, to be the speaker, to have your mission and, you know, to, to keep persevering on that path. So to me, it's really exciting right? Because it opens up like endless opportunities now. Absolutely.
0: I mean, I love that because I always, you know, you can either take the victim mindset and say, well, I started off life with so many things going on. Nothing's, you know, nothing was my fault and I didn't have control or what I choose and like to say instead is I'm glad for the experiences that I've had because they have helped me and shaped me to be who I am today. And have forced me to go and find the tools that I needed to change my own life. And then also have given me the opportunity to help others do the exact same
1: thing. That's an awesome soundbite that should be on everybody's daily affirmation list. (laughs) Yes, it's
0: a choice. You have a choice every day of the perspective that you choose to see. So do you choose to see something as the earth sitting in front of your face that's so huge you can't even like wrap your arms around it or do you choose to see something as far away and like yeah it's not really a big deal in the grand scheme of things like life happens and it's okay I'll get through that too.
1: Absolutely and I think that our current times have really allowed our inner resilience to come to the surface. I think that we're going to you know, be stronger for it. And you're going to see a lot more creativity. And I think you're going to see a lot more risk takers because they don't really have much to lose. So now all of a sudden, they're going to have this platform and permission to be wild and adventurous, which I think is going to be super exciting. Yes, I agree with you so much.
0: I'm even seeing like my own sister, you know, she said to me, well, I really, she got into tarot after, um, after, following my podcast and I introduced her to you know, some things and she's like, oh, I'm really interested in that. And she wanted to start learning it herself. And then she said, well, I should start a YouTube channel but I don't know, should I? I'm like, just do it, just go for it. I'm like, if one person watches it, who cares? So what, you're doing it because it's what you wanna do and it's your passion. And if it takes off, that's just all the better. It doesn't cost you anything to do it
1: other than the time it takes for
0: your little video.
1: That's awesome. That's great. Yeah, I do think we're going to see people stepping out and and taking the risks and and just having fun with it. And I love the fact that there's no pressure attached. It's like, go for it. You know, it's fun and let it be fun and let it be easy. Like, I think we're ready to release the struggle. We've had enough struggles. We want some levity. And I think that the winners are going to realize that they can cultivate their own levity and they don't have to wait for it to be presented to them. They can make it. Oh, I love that.
0: Another chill moment there.
1: <laughs> Yay, we're, we're just like alternating goosebumps. <laughs> we are, we're in totally
0: in alignment here, guys. That's what you're witnessing is alignment here. Um, no, that's awesome. And that should be really a, a lesson to anyone out there listening. If you're scared to do something because of the risk or whatever, why? Why, what is the fear doing except keeping you stuck and holding you back? It's time to just say, you know, F fear and just go for what it is that you really want. You're given, I mean, I believe we have multiple lifetimes but you have a limited amount of time in this one. Why not make this the lifetime that you have the breakthrough and you end up discovering your passion and you live the joyful life that you were actually meant to come here and
1: live? Why not? Absolutely. And when you think of all of the different um, creations out there and that the human body is at the highest rung, we really almost have a responsibility having this privilege of the human body to be that mouthpiece of the divine and make a difference. We do. We definitely have a responsibility to ourselves
0: to at least try to. Absolutely. You're the best investment you will ever make. The best investment is on you because you have to live happy and you deserve to live happy. Your worth isn't tied to anyone else. Your worth is your worth because you're worthy. So when you think about that and you think about who you are and whose you are, there should be no fear because Mm -hmm. you're fully supported, fully supported.
1: Yeah. That takes a lot of pressure off too. I think when you realize that you can be that open channel to the creative power, it takes that layer of like the me, myself, and I away because you're just like, I just have to show up and be willing. And then that creative power is going to come through me. And that really can take away all the fear because it's not you being the doer. Right,
0: You're so right.
1: I remember whenever I first started the podcast and I
0: was like, how am I going to come up with episodes? Because I used to do it five days a week. I'm like, how am I going to come up with episodes? And all I would do was just sit in stillness for a few minutes and then hit record. And then whatever came out, came out. And I knew that that was just really the divine coming Mm. through, giving messages that needed to be heard. And I truly believe that when you are tapped in like that, you get so much creative guidance from
1: the universe. And you feel good. You're almost getting charged on your own momentum. Absolutely. Well, this is such a fun
0: conversation. I have really enjoyed talking to you and having you here. Thank you so much for being here with us today.
1: I've really enjoyed it too. I get excited to be able to connect with, you know, big hearted female entrepreneurs like yourself and be able to have juicy topics about all things mystical and, and just, yeah, it's been so fun. I really appreciate the conversation. Absolutely. And where can people follow you
0: if they want to listen to your podcast or if they, let's say they want to work with you and do some coaching with you.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. So the podcast again is Women Developing Brilliance, the Spirit of Business. Um, I'm across the interwebs on that. You can also catch it on Pandora. And uh, my website is kcrossi.com. So you can learn more about the soul print method and connect with me there. And yeah, it'd be a pleasure to continue the conversation. Awesome. Well, I'm also going to have that
0: information in the show notes. So you can go and click on her website directly from the show notes. If you're like me and can remember only about two things at a time. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so uh, much. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. I have some timers, except it's getting to be more like all timers. But anyway, (laughs) um, (laughs) uh, but this is such a great conversation. What parting words of wisdom would you give to our listeners today?
1: I would have to say that once you realize your brilliance, you will never want to dim your light. You will be so thrilled to share your message and help other people and connect. And I think that like we were talking before about that collaboration and connection, we can like put together our megahertz and make this like magnificent, powerful brilliance that really can be lighthouses in this world and can really illuminate the darkness that's going on and make real global shifts.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much. That's so awesome. And you guys need to go and check out her podcast, Women Developing Brilliance, The Spirit of Business. I still, that's an amazing title. So thank you so much for being here with us today. I hope you have an amazing day, Casey. Melissa, thank you. And I want to thank all of you for being here with us today. As always, it is a pleasure being here with you every day. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. And the ultimate compliment for me is if you share it with those you think might enjoy it as well. Also, don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live Mondays at 6.30 Central on Facebook, where I do a free card reading. And if you show up for the live, I'll pull a card especially for you. I also post videos to Instagram. And I have free guided meditations on my YouTube channel. Also, if you want to work with me, you can go to my website, MelissaOpen.com. You'll see the list of services I offer. You can purchase a session directly from my website and then contact me to set it up. All of my sessions are done online through Zoom, so you never have to leave the comfort of your own home. I hope that you guys will have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. I am sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.